0: Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Ninas. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Hey, we're recording today from America Fest 2022 here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Turning Points USA put this on. It's been a fantastic uh, couple of days. Tomorrow is our last day here, but we want to do some recording uh, for a podcast from Phoenix, Arizona, just to let you know what's going on and to give you hope. My name is Robert Ennis. I'm the host of Table Flippers Podcast a Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church in Lancaster, California. And again, we're recording here from Phoenix, Arizona. Let me tell you just real briefly before I turn it over to my lovely wife Linda. Say hello, Linda. Hello. I just wanted to let you know just briefly from my perspective uh how phenomenal this convention conference, what do they call it? Not a con- conference, what do they call this? America Fest. America Fest, but uh, convention, conference, whatever. It's been fantastic. But one of the things that really has impacted me in a very positive way is how many young people are here, uh, high school, but especially college age. Fantastic. I know you've, if you've tracked with me and you've been going to my church or you've listened to, to, to me personally, I know I do a lot of rants about what's going on that's wrong, but I can tell you what's going on that's right. I've been telling you, a lot of people are beginning to wake up, but what's super exciting is our young people are starting to wake up, and they are on fire. They're not just here because mom and dad made them. They're not just here for college credits or anything like that. They're here on their Christmas break because they want to, and they love this country, and they want to be here, and they're on fire. And before anybody out there listening to this gets that foolish no- notion that maybe, oh, they're just... You know, a bunch of white kids, because it's a Republican thing, a bunch of white kids practicing to be a bunch of old white conservatives. No, that's not the case at all. There's all races here, all colors of skin. It's been phenomenal on every level, and I've been just uh, so blessed and encouraged by this. So, I don't want to take up all this time or say what my wife wants to say because I want you to hear her. She's a woman of great wisdom. Of course, she married me, but hey, that's another story for another time. But uh, she has a lot of wisdom, a lot of insight, and I want to turn the mic over to her and let you tell her what, let her give you her perspective on what she has seen um, with this conference and this convention.
1: Hi. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I want to say also that I've seen such greatness in our generations and our youth, and it's so disheartening. And I know that my husband talks a lot about, as he said, what's going wrong or about bringing correction to areas. But let's give credit where credit is due. This has been amazing because it it is eye-opening. The media makes you believe and feel like the conservative movement is lost. The media makes you feel like the conservative movement is just for the old, for those that are lost in the past. And that's not the case. It's for our generations. It's because the left has been trying to get us to forfeit our generations, even in the loss of direction for our young people. I've been so blessed to hear The speakers that are here, the kids, the way they're responding, there's breakout sessions that are teaching our young men to be men and that they shouldn't be ashamed or afraid of expressing their masculinity. This notion of toxic masculinity is terrible. There's also toxic femininity if you want to go there. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you can use your God-given gender in a wrong way. You can be manipulative whether you're a man or a woman. You can be controlling whether you're a man or a woman. To say that a man is toxic simply because he acts like a man is ridiculous. To say that a man is wrong simply because he's a man or masculine is wrong in the same way that it would be to say that all women are Jezebel because they're controlling those are the wrong stereotypes what we need to get back to is biblical christianity biblical conservatism biblical masculinity and femininity and that doesn't matter what your age is or what your race is or what your background is and i see that happening here and it's so refreshing they're calling young people to raise up to a standard high schoolers college age kids to get educated to be successful in their lives and in their careers and in their families teaching young men and women to, this is a political conference and yet they're talking about staying pure before marriage. They're talking about finding a husband or a wife and having a family. The things that God created us to do, the very things that the world tells us are no longer necessary. In fact, they want to confuse the system even more by saying, well, how do you even know you're a man or a woman? Or how dare you put people in that category? For the same reason that they say follow the science, when they're not following the science, there are two genders, XX or XY. There is male and there is female. What you choose to do with your gender, what you choose to do with your body, that's another story. But whether there's male or female, there is only the two. And why am I pushing this when we're talking about a political conference? Because that's at the very root. Killing babies Not knowing what gender you are. Those are pretty simple, basic things that we should be standing up for. Because if we can't get those things right, how do we get anything else right? Our foundation is faulty. So to see that young people are getting those foundational principles, that young men are raising up to be the amazing men that God created them to be, and that young women are growing up strong, the Deborahs and the Ruths and the Esters of our... Generation, that's amazing to me. And we need to get back to that. And I also see why the enemy wants to pervert that so badly and why he wants to cause gender confusion. Because if he can mess that up, he can mess up our generations. And God is all about our generations. We should raise up and not be ashamed to raise up strong men and women. That's what's going to be the hope for our future. That's what's going to be the hope for changing this nation. We have people that are in their late 20s, early 30s, and they still haven't become adults. Just because you're a particular age doesn't make you an adult. We need to raise up our young people to be self-sufficient, to be strong. It was pointed out that previous generations, and I knew this already, my dad was one of them, that from 17 years old went off to fight in World War II, fight for something that was real. We're teaching this generation that every little thing weakens them, every little thing is offensive, every little thing hurts their feeling, and I'm talking about men, women that say that they're adults and yet they're unwilling to fight for what they believe in they're unwilling to fight for freedom and i'm not just talking about physically fighting i'm talking about just standing up for virtue and righteousness they've weakened our society we need to rise up we need to expect more from our children we have turned the tables in my era you better bring home good grades and if you didn't you were in trouble and yet These days, if you don't bring good grades home, it must be the teacher's fault. It must be the system rigged against you. What's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that. We need to not be soft and fluffy and just have our kids feel good about themselves for accomplishing absolutely nothing. I want my kids to succeed. I want them to have strong self-esteem. I want them to know that they can conquer the world, but they need to do that through overcoming obstacles. They need to learn to do that through overcoming failures. They need to learn to do that because they've risen. They're not all good at everything, but they need to find what they've been called to do and do it to excellence. And I don't think that's putting too much pressure or asking too much. When we don't do that, we've watered down our society. When we have people that are getting degrees in absolutely useless topics, one of the things they brought up at this conference was getting a four-year degree in gender studies. Candace Owen said it, and she said it beautifully. She knew the difference between boys and girls, like in kindergarten, or first grade is maybe what she said. That's the boys' bathroom, and that's the girls' bathroom. But yet we have college students going and studying this for four years. It's ridiculous. We need people that are willing to stand up and rise up and find their niche and their place in life because they're, they are fulfilling God's call in their life. When we expect our young people to rise up, they will. When we set the bar high, it's not to cause them to fail. It's so that they can reach up. When we lower the bar, when we lower the expectations, we're dumbing down our society. We think it's being nice, but it's really dumbing them down. When I expect my kids to raise up to a certain standard and they meet that goal, that's amazing. Now, I'm not talking about abuses and I'm not even going to go down that bunny trail. People take extremes. And I say this about this in so many topics, the enemies and the extremes. I'm not talking about being abusive or critical. I'm talking about expecting our kids to live up to their potential and doing what we can as parents and as a society to help them to meet those standards. We don't do that by lowering the standards. If we can do that, We can bring back, people used to get married 15, 16 years old. I'm not advocating for that either, but they were able to do it. Our grandparents were getting married in their teenage years and stayed happily married for 60, 70 years, 80 years sometimes. These days we wait till we're 30 because 40 years old because we're trying to find ourselves and then get divorced two years later because we still don't know who we are. All the boundaries, all the lines have been blurred. Let's get back to what worked biblically. Let's get back to having higher standards. Let's get back to expecting people to work through problems, not to give up and go the other way or get their feelings hurt and quit. We're weakening our society. We're not strengthening it. And the government's perfectly happy to let us weaken our society because they have more control. The more people they have on government assistance, the more people they control. The more people that don't rise up and reach their potentials, the more people they control. I want my children to be the head and not the tail. I want my children to run the company, not be subject to it. I want my children not to be subject to the government, but to be the ones that are the policy makers. And they can do that and they can strive to do that. But when we tell them they don't have to, when we make excuses for less than, we're damaging our society, we're damaging it for our children and our children's children. What I see here is the polar opposite of that. I see young people of all races. I see old people encouraging the young people. I see, again, of all races and all backgrounds. It's not a bunch of wealthy elites. I see people that were here from every walk of life and from many different places in this nation, all striving, all believing, all standing up for conservative values, which are biblical values, standing up for life, standing up for justice, standing up for hard work, standing up for true masculinity and femininity. Those are the things that we need. And then at the end of the night last night, a whole bunch of young people that most would say, oh, younger generations don't want God. We're worshiping God. They'd spend all day in a conference and yet they spent the evening not out partying, but worshiping God truly wholeheartedly. So refreshing. This country needs to know that there has been a silent majority and people say that, but it really is. They're out there. And it's so encouraging and so refreshing to see if those people finding one another and finding courage and strength in coming together politically, friendship-wise, fellowship-wise, worshiping. We need more people to stand up. We need more people to take that route. We need more people to stand up for our younger generations, to give them the courage to do the right thing, even when the media is telling them otherwise, because the media is feeding us a bunch of lies. So I'm thankful for the parents that allowed their kids to be here. I'm thankful for the parents and the grandparents that I see here there's over 10,000 people here and that's not just a random number there's over 10,000 people registered and attending this conference and it's amazing so those of you out there I ask you to keep our young gener- our generations in prayer I ask you to keep encouraging, uplifting, don't lose hope and don't hide in a cave older people don't say well what's the point the system is rigged well that's the problem is we've given up if we don't fight We're not teaching our kids to fight. The Bible says that the older should teach the younger. So those of us that are older, we need to carry on and push on and encourage the younger that it's worth fighting for. And those of you that are younger, don't give up. Every change in history was made because people stood up and came against tyranny. People stood up and raised up against injustice, not the false injustice that the liberal media would have you to believe, but true injustice, true tyranny that tries to shut down the voice of the godly, shut down the voice of the people that want righteousness. It's not too late. Be encouraged. It's not too late for your children and your generations. It's time to press in to believe God and continue to stand up for what we believe in because we, the people, are the ones that are going to stand up because this truly is one nation under God. Thank you.
0: See, I told you she was a woman of great wisdom. Hey, uh, one of the things I want to touch upon and just share with you, one of the breakout sessions that we went to earlier this morning was uh, entitled A Blueprint for Manhood. Uh, was that the name of it, Linda? Yep. Yeah, Blueprint for Manhood. And there was a panel of four guys up there, all of them men. real I mean, when I say men, real men. And they were basically up there to share briefly but nonetheless share how men need to start acting like men again okay how listen guys how you and i males need to start acting like men and and stop apologizing for our masculinity i don't care what the world says i really don't care what the world says as a matter of fact anybody that really knows me it's it, I, somebody pointed this out one time to me I never thought about it this way up until they said this. But they said, you thrive on those types of things. It's like when people make fun of you or call you names or come against you, most people back down. You thrive on it. It's almost like you're getting energized by it. And quite honestly, like I said, I didn't even think about it up until that point. But I started to analyze my my own psyche and the way I do things. And yeah, uh, I do. I'll be honest with you. At least men maybe I understand this with women, okay, the female of the species, but when they're made fun of or they're ridiculed or put down, I understand they get their feelings hurt, okay, it, it, it's kind of a feminine quality, it's not a bad quality, it's a feminine quality. So I do not understand it when the male of the species can't take a little bit of criticism and they back down and become wimps and wusses just because somebody called them a name. Like look how many males, I'm not gonna say men because men wouldn't do this, but how many males backed down when this whole idea of toxic masculinity started being thrown around to the point that there was even a major corporation in America, uh, I believe I could say this, the Gillette Corporation, they put out a whole, um, like an advertisement campaign and commercials and such against toxic masculinity. And it bothered some real men, real men, so much that another company called Egard, I believe that's how you pronounce it, E-G-A-R-D, they primarily make watches they came out with with an ad campaign and commercials and such in favor of men okay and they debunked this whole stupidity and this whole stupid idea of toxic masculinity and do you know these things are just made up by a certain group of people that are offended that men actually act like men and do masculine things and what what was so sickening about it you know if if that was just the case there was a people out there that would said this and it's just whatever that's in their little group that what bothered me the most is when what i thought were real men were really bothered by that and they backed down and they backed off from actually being masculine okay I mean, come on, this whole thing, this whole feminist movement, this anti-masculine movement is disgusting and it's perverted. It's really perverse. It's disgusting, you know, and to me, on one hand, I was so blessed and so um, I was happy. I was blessed that these four men were willing to come together and talk about this blueprint for masculinity and talk about and encourage men to just be. Manly, but at the same time, and I'm not saying anything against these four men, uh, but at the same time, isn't it sad that in 2022, in our day, in our era, that we have to have a course or a classroom or a discussion, a blueprint on manhood? I mean, it should just come along with the, um, you know, the, uh, um, the things that we men carry, if you know what I mean. I don't wanna be crude, but it should just come along with that, but listen, I've been places where I've met young men, typically, young men, and this is usually the the way it is, okay, the, 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 the picture, okay, now I might make some of you mad, and again, I really don't care uh, because if you really get mad at this then there's a problem with you in this because I'm not putting anybody down I'm just painting a very real picture and I literally just saw this um, Friday I went somewhere to pick up uh, uh, something, I had to run an errand and there was this young man probably in his 20s you know, about 22 23, I'm guessing he was tall, very tall he was a little on the Portly side. He had kind of not real long hair, but more of kind of mullet, almost haircut type. And one side of his head, his hair was, I'm assuming it was his natural color, and the other side was bright purple. And he was sitting on a chair. And of course, that captures my attention. But I live in Southern California, so it's not that big of a deal. I don't look, you know, but then somebody called his name and he got up and his movements. The way he moved, the way he walked, the way he talked was extremely feminine. So to see somebody about 6'3", 6'4", maybe uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 280 pounds with purple hair, uh, and moving and walking and talking, very feminine. Well, of course, now it's got my attention. And I was disgusted. I'm not saying I was necessarily disgusted at that young man because I don't know what went on in his life to produce that, but it is, it, he made it very clear with the way he was walking, with the way he was talking, the way his hair color was, his everything about him. Um, it made it very clear that something was majorly off in his life and in his own heart of hearts. And I can tell you this, I don't even have to really talk to him, but if I was a betting man, I could bet a lot of money on this, and most likely win a lot of money if I did this, that he didn't have much of a father, true masculine father figure in his life. That mama, maybe grandma, maybe auntie, was the role models in his life, and he began to take upon these feminist traits. Now I'm not putting down his mama or anybody else, And why do I keep explaining myself? Because these are the types of complaints that I get when I talk this way. You're just putting down his mom. No, I am not putting down his mom. His mom may have done a phenomenal job, but the problem is she's, you know, in this sense that if a man, a young man, doesn't have another masculine man in his life growing up to teach him how to be a man, how to walk, how to talk, how to treat a lady, how to treat himself, well, he ends up like this. He ends up with purple hair because he thinks for whatever, that's cool. And it's not, listen, guys, males out there, males, males, it is not cool for you to do something feminine. And ladies out there, you born females, born female, if you shave your head or your your hair very short and you get like a butch cut and then dye it purple or orange or green, It does not make you a man. And if that's the image of modern feminism, keep it. So you guys out there that want to look like a lesbian woman, that's even worse. It's time that you man up. Anyways, back to this blueprint for manhood. On one hand, it was very, very refreshing, and I appreciated them doing that workshop. On another hand, it's just sad that it needs to be done but it needs to be done. So I, you know, my hat goes off to these four gentlemen that uh, did this and I really appreciate them and I appreciate this AmFest 2022. The things that my wife and I discussed aren't the only things that went on. It it was it was phenomenal all the way around. It was it was about culture, uh, the American culture, it was about our culture, it was about conservatism, it was about you know politics, it was about government, it was about um the pandemic, it was about COVID, it was about uh China, it was about all of these different things. I'm just telling you some of the things that really impressed me and stuck out to me. That there were so many young people. So many young men and young women that were there. They were standing up, standing strong, getting educated. And what it told me is sometimes we conservative feel like we're the only ones out there, especially if you live in places like Southern California. Well, let me tell you there, we actually are the majority. The problem is we've been the silent majority, but not anymore. We're going to become the loud vocal majority and we're gonna rock this nation, shake this nation, and shake the ends of the earth. Why? Because, simply because true women are becoming truly feminine, strong but still feminine, and real men are becoming true men and taking their rightful place in the home, in society, in culture, yes, politics, and we're making a change and we're making a difference. Strong men and strong women together. That's what America was built upon. Strong men and strong women standing and working together. Not this fruitcake weird stuff that we see today. So anyways, you know, uh, for those of you who haven't uh, tuned in or haven't looked into uh, turning point usa please just google them get online and look for turning point usa there'll be a many you know websites come up and videos and podcasts and all kind, they're into everything praise god they are into everything and they're making a radical difference in this nation and especially in our young people charlie kirk with turning point phenomenal job one day i'm going to shake his hand just so i can say thank you So, God bless you all, and listen, again, please, tune in to Turning Point. You guys are awesome. Hello, fellow Table Flippers. I have some exciting news. Table Flippers is now selling merchandise, Table Flipping Merchandise. You can find our merchandise at TableFlippersPodcast.com, TableFlippersPodcast.com. And if you put FREEDOM in the promo code area, you'll get 10% off. That's exciting news. FREEDOM, because that's what we're all about. FREEDOM as the promo code. So I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you get some of this exciting uh, merchandise so that we can all look cool together. We will be flipping awesome. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. one word, .org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.